Chiefs old running back is in their number one running back role again, and Chiefs lose a brand new DE to suspension on today's bonus episode of Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. This is a special bonus episode of Locked on Chiefs. After Friday's practices and announcements here, make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell here on YouTube, as well as check out Spotify and Apple for the audio feeds. You can get it anywhere that you can get a podcast. You will find Locked On Chiefs. Thanks for making us your first listen. Check out another Locked On show for your next listen, because there's a lot going on around the league. A number of things happened league-wide today, including Alvin Kamara. Go check out Locked On Saints. We appreciate you being with us and you every day, as you know, that I'm going to give you everything that I can, even on a day when we're not scheduled for a show. I want to make sure that you get something. And we do have a bit of news to uh, go over. So make sure you like, sub, and hit that bell on YouTube. We appreciate you. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, NFL33.com, and RGR Football. Today, we found out, uh, along with some other news across the league of suspensions, that Charles Omenu has been suspended for six games of the Chiefs season. He's eligible to return against the Broncos on October 13th. This all stems from a domestic violence arrest he had back in January uh, before he was signed with the team. The team likely knew that this was coming. Uh, we had thought it, it would be a smaller uh, suspension. We did not ex- anticipate this uh, for the most part, but it is something that was baked into his signing. That is part of the reason that uh, his signing was uh, at the level that it was in terms of monetary reimbursement. So this is a possibility uh, that we were aware of. It's just too bad that it comes on at a point where Chris Jones is still out of camp and you have a lot of young guys trying to rotate in. Now, out at camp today, it was the fact that uh, he was out of the rotation due to a calf injury anyway. Uh, Mike Dana is in the same situation. So you continue to see the rotation of the young defensive uh, linemen that we've been talking about the last couple of days anyway. But this does put a, a wrinkle into the plan for how you're going to attack the first half of the season, uh, and particularly the first six games, because we know that's going to be a gauntlet that the Chiefs are going to have to run. Without a many, what that means is that Chris Jones becomes even more important. Again, uh, no update on his contract situation, but we do expect that we will have Chris Jones come week one. If not, it looks like it's going to be a mixture. Condre Coburn, uh, Daniel Wise, uh, going to get a, a feel for Turk Warden, who's just getting back into the rhythm, as we talked about. But you're going to have guys reduced down inside like George Karloftis. Felix Sandico Zama's going to man the outside and give you a little bit more pass rush. This might change things uh, in terms of what happens with guys like B.J. Thompson and what can he provide in terms of another outside speed rusher if you have to reduce some of your more stalwart, uh, you know, strong t- uh, DNs that might have to reduce and play inside in the absence of Menahue. Now, especially if Mike Dana can't get back, that does throw a wrinkle. But the options are going to be worked out here in the next couple of weeks. The first preseason game is going to be important to see what they have in terms of uh, second tier, who they can rotate in. Now, this was not expected uh, by me to be a six-game suspension. Um, given well, what had transpired, I was thinking more around the, the realm of two to four. Uh, this is a bit higher, but we've seen the league make decisions. I wonder if this will be appeal and reduced. We will find that out. There could be that avenue. We'll see uh, if the NFLPA has comment on it later. But for right now, what does that mean? Is that the young guys got to step up yet again? Like we saw uh, everybody in the defensive backfield step up last year. 
Now we have to see the defensive line group step up. Uh, we know they're young. We know they have stuff to prove, but they have to get after it because they're going to be needed, uh, maybe more so than we anticipated. Now that will change, of course, when the Chris Jones deal does get done, and I do still anticipate that. I've heard nothing to tell me that this is anywhere near an impasse or anything like that. So we will just cross our fingers and wait for that to come around. But uh, in terms of who's out there at practice, there are a number of guys that are going to be stepping up. And I think one is a little bit out of out of the blue um, because of the successes of Isaiah Pacheco last season uh, and everything that we've seen from him because of, of the hype and the, and the vibe that we're getting from Daenerys Prince, who's had a really great camp for uh, a guy in his position, another guy that was not a draft pick that was not expected to be an early contributor. You got to feel pretty good about where they're at. Jarek McKinnon is Jarek McKinnon. I think everybody's comfortable with his role and his abilities and where he fits into the offense. The question had been, What's going on with Clyde? Is he going to be a trade candidate? Is he going to be somebody that, that doesn't end up on the roster? Uh, it looks like, at least from today's practice, that he is going to get uh, all the one carries today. Uh, looked like he was working a little bit. Was in front of the press as well and went out of his way to really define the fact that I didn't, I didn't train to be in X role. I really trained to be all over the place. Uh, that is a signal that he understands that this is his last year in Kansas City. He's going to be doing whatever he can in whatever fashion or form in order to show what he's capable of to the rest of the league uh, in case there's an opportunity for him to sign on, uh, move on, and get that next piece that I think is going to be important in his career. There is a possibility for Clyde to, to rebound. If he can do something what I think is going to be a little bit more straightforward, uh, I would not be surprised if you see him uh, down south in the vicinity of where he played in college eventually. So keep that as an outside uh, look. Now, who wasn't on the field today? Uh, quick update. But Jason e. Snell still held out with uh, the knee inflammation. We want to be careful with that. I mentioned Mike Dana. Tight end Jody Fortin still with the shoulder. A couple of things. We didn't hear about the injury, but Reese Taylor was out. Looks like it's a hamstring. We knew about a menu. Obviously, Kadarius Tony. Tranquil got back in. So that uh, right leg sleeve that he had on yesterday uh, seems to have given him a little bit of, of relief, the fact that he can come back and practice today. I, and the question mark will be uh, Jalen Watson, who did not practice today but was excused. It was not uh, due to an injury or anything. So you don't want to rack up too many injuries in that cornerback group because they all need reps. Um, so far, Trent McDuffie's been an Iron Man, And in the, the wake of Nazi's injury and Nazi Johnson going to IR, it's been Nick Jones that stepped up. Uh, I, I tell you, what I'm seeing in camp is starting to round out to what we saw uh, in the draft cycle, and that is a physical guy who's not afraid of size or contact or strength out of the wide receivers. Uh, took away a ball from MVS today. Took away a ball targeted for Justin Ross today, a guy that's clearly got size on him. And I think Ross has had a, a really, really impressive camp on his incline as well. But this goes to show that that early competition with Nazi and Nick Jones is now paying off as Nick is starting to get a little bit more comfortable. I haven't seen him be as tenacious, as physical uh, in the first week of camp as he has been the last two days. Uh, it's, it's exactly what I saw on film before, and I think that's a comfort cycle. When you start to feel like you can play your game and do your things, I think that's a positive for Nick Jones, and they may see a way onto this roster for him. It's going to be a battle continued, but every rep that that – Jerry Sneed doesn't take gets to go to a younger guy. Every rep that Jalen Watson has to sit out will go to somebody else 
that can play his role, whether it's Joshua Williams, Nick Jones, or one of the other DBs. It's all that feeling out point. We'll see who gets the reps when it comes to the preseason games. But that's the practice for today. Wanted to give you this uh, as a bonus. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're not subbed, make sure you go do that. Uh, like and do hit the bell so you know when we give you some bonus content like this. We appreciate your time and being here today. Uh, make sure you check out our sponsors. They're always helping us out. We very much appreciate it. So have a good one. You might get something from us tomorrow as well. So keep an eye out for a bonus episode as well. And then we'll break it down for you come Monday. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later.